Welcome to Corey's Conscious Living Podcast, where you'll find bedtime stories for children of all ages. Are you ready to meditate with Corey? Make sure that you're all comfortable in your bed and you're ready to relax your body and let go of a busy day. Stephanie had just had Christmas. Her auntie had bought her a necklace with a unicorn horn on it. It was gold, and the horn was maybe about as long as her thumb. It had swirls all around the unicorn horn. It looked like a horn of plenty almost, but it was a unicorn horn. She'd wore it every day since Christmas. She loved it. She didn't love it as much as the earrings her grandma got her, of course. Those special earrings that always took her into Moonbow Forest. But the unicorn horn made her feel like she had Luna and all of the other unicorns with her all the time. She would hold it in between her fingers as she daydreamed about going back to that special place beyond the veil, into another dimension. One day after school, Stephanie decided it was time to visit her friends. She went over to a dresser and sat down. She opened the jury box on her dresser and took out her very precious very magical earrings. She took a big, deep breath and prepared herself to go on a journey. She put the left earring in first and already her body knew what to do. Her fingers instantly started to tingle as if the magic inside of her was waking up. She put the right earring on. Her nose started to twitch. She heard that familiar sound in her ears. And all of her body felt funny, like it was shifting and changing. And the cells inside of her body were moving around and maybe turning on like lights in the dark. And then... She noticed the curtain there in front of her face, even though she had her eyes closed. She took another big, deep breath and settled into her body before she went through the curtain. She pulled the curtain back with her left hand and stepped onto the grass. 
she felt the grass underneath her feet, that soft, plush, thick grass that she always felt when she stepped back into Moonbow Forest. This time something felt different. She automatically just looked down at her feet and when she did, she had the fright of her life. Stephanie didn't have her feet. They weren't there. Instead, she was looking down at hooves, hooves that would belong to a unicorn. She quickly looked up her legs. She turned her head round and noticed that she had two back legs as well as two front legs, all standing there, solidly, on the grass. Her legs looked like they were a gingery colour, golden, auburn, orange, all mixed together. She looked up her legs and looked down at her chest and noticed it definitely was not her normal chest. She looked like a horse, but then she had this sense, this feeling. She closed her eyes and she tuned into the center of the top of her head. She could feel her horn. It was vibrating. A unicorn horn felt like it had its own life, its own personality, its own vibration, buzzing right there on the top of her head. She knew instantly she was a unicorn. What has made her a unicorn? She had never gone through the veil. She had never gone through the curtain before and found herself in Mumbo Forest as an actual unicorn, except that one time when the unicorns allowed her to be a unicorn. She'd never gone through the curtain as an actual unicorn before. She looked up and looked around and noticed the familiar sights. The forest with the chocolate trees, those wonderful, magical chocolate trees. And then she could see different unicorns here and there. She noticed midnight. She noticed over in the distance her most favorite friend, Luna, just eating grass, minding her own business. Stephanie ran as fast as she could over to where Luna was. Luna looked up and said, Well, this is a surprise. She knew it was Stephanie, even though Stephanie wasn't Stephanie. Stephanie was currently Stephanie the Unicorn. Stephanie started to speak, but all her words kept mumbling and falling on top of each other. She was taking deep breaths, trying to calm down. She was very, very, very excited, but at the same time, very, very shocked. And at the same time, 
very, very confused. Luna said, Ah, as if she was reading all of her jumbled thoughts telepathically, sorting through them until they made sense. I get it, said Luna. Very nice necklace, by the way. Stephanie looked down at the necklace that her auntie had got her. Is that what's done this? Luna said, you don't have just an ordinary necklace there. That's a very old, ancient, golden unicorn horn that you're wearing around your neck. I just thought it was from some regular jewelry store or something. I didn't realize it was magical or anything like that, said Stephanie. What does this mean? Luna said, I think you should come with me. There's some unicorns I think you should meet. It's time. Luna didn't say anything else. She just turned away from Stephanie and started to fly up towards the sky. Stephanie didn't have any trouble flying. She just followed her thoughts. Her thoughts were saying, follow Luna. And as soon as she thought it, it happened. She didn't get scared. She didn't think she could fly. She didn't think any of those thoughts that you would normally think if you were a human pretending to be a unicorn. She definitely was a unicorn. She just thought it and her hooves lifted off the ground. And within a couple of moments, she was flying right next to Luna. They flew for quite some time through the clouds, over all the familiar sights down below. And then they started to fly to sights that weren't familiar. She looked down and said to Luna, What's that over there? Luna looked at where Stephanie was pointing her nose. That's Marshmallow Pond. That's new here. Is it made of marshmallows? said Stephanie. What do you think? said Luna. Of course. The pond was enormous. And the whole thing just looked like soft, runny, whipped marshmallow cream. White and inviting, like falling into a big, big mountain of snow. She could imagine just falling from where she was and landing in the marshmallow. Being completely surrounded and engulfed by the sweet, sweet tastes and smells. It distracted her for a moment and because she was thinking about it, her body started to naturally fly that way, started to go down towards the marshmallow pond until Luna said, "Uh uh-uh, we're not going there yet, not today, we'll go there some other time. Right now, we have more important things that you need to know about. Stephanie focused her thoughts back on Luna. 
and flew right next to her once again. They started to fly towards what looked like the biggest, most beautiful, gigantic castle she had ever seen. There were flowers, all different colors, growing up the walls of the castle, so the whole castle looked like it was made from flowers. Pink, purple, red, orange, yellow. Every color, every shade. It was breathtaking. Luna could feel what Stephanie was thinking. She said, it's magical, isn't it? What's even more magical is, every one of those flowers are edible. You can eat all of them. And every shade, every color, every size tastes different. There isn't enough flavors in the world for how many flavors of flowers that you could eat off that castle. Stephanie thought that was amazing, pretty cool. As they got closer and closer, she noticed that Luna was flying towards a flat part on the roof of the castle, as if that's where all the unicorns landed, like a helicopter bed. Luna landed, and Stephanie followed. They went to stand in the middle on a sign on the top of the roof. The sign was a circle, half white and half black. If you're familiar with it, it was the yin-yang sign. The sign that represents both male and female. In union, together, as one. They stood on the sign, and the sign started to creak and crack like old bricks moving. It started to lower down as if they were standing on some kind of platform that electronically moved. They were moving down from the roof of the castle through all the different floors, the top floor, the middle floor, until they landed on the bottom floor, the ground. Luna stepped off into what looked like a big, ginormous hall full of tables and chairs, big, wonderful candelabras. There were crystal chandeliers on the ceiling. It was very ornate, very rich and regal. Stephanie felt a little bit intimidated where were they? This is a very fancy place, she thought. She said out loud, Where are we? Luna turned around and said, Just follow me. She grabbed a hold of a stick on the wall that was lit at the end like a torch 
Stephanie didn't understand why at first because it was so bright in the room that they were in. But then they went through a big arched doorway into a dark, cold tunnel. Just like a castle would be if you imagined it in your mind. The rocks made it cold and there wasn't any light because there wasn't any windows. It felt damp, a little bit chilly, a lot scary. They weren't in the tunnel for very long until they come out into a room, a room entirely made of gold. And in the middle of the room were two ginormous chairs. I should say, thrones. And on one of the thrones was a white unicorn. And sat next to them was another unicorn that was black, just like the sign on the roof. Luna started to walk towards the black and white unicorns. Stephanie followed. When Luna got in front of them, she bowed her head. Stephanie copied her. Without even being told, she knew she was in the presence of two very important unicorns. They both bowed their heads at the same time. The black unicorn spoke. She was female. Welcome she said. The white unicorn spoke. He was male, he said in a very deep voice. Welcome. Their energies were completely different. Stephanie was a little bit taken back by it. It was so obvious, not just because they sounded like a man and a woman. Their energies felt so strong. The male unicorn was very direct, solid, strong. His energy felt like you couldn't pierce into it. Just like it would feel if you were hugging onto a big giant oak tree. The female unicorn, her voice felt like honey. It was soft and smooth and nurturing and kind. And all you wanted to do was be hugged by her voice. Stephanie said, hello, my name's Stephanie. The two unicorns looked at each other and then smiled. Yes, we already know, said the female unicorn. We've been expecting you. They both rose off their thrones at the same time. Follow us. It's time that you went into the horn room. Stephanie's eyes got bigger and she looked at Luna. Luna nodded as if to say, this is what happens to all of us. 
It's okay. You're safe. Don't worry. Luna stayed behind, in the gold room. Stephanie knew that she was supposed to go and just follow the yin and the yang unicorn alone. This was her journey. They went out of a door that was on the back wall of the gold room into a small room compared to the gold room. But just because it was small didn't mean it was any less impressive. It was actually more impressive to the point where when Stephanie entered behind the yin and yang unicorn, she froze. She literally couldn't move. She was stood on her four hooves, trying to will herself forward, and her legs wouldn't move. They were stuck to the ground like magnets. She took a big, deep breath and felt very overwhelmed. She was trying to take in and process what she saw. There must have been thousands of unicorn horns hanging from golden chains from the ceiling. All different lengths and shapes and sizes, all different colors. But when she walked in the room with the yin and the yang unicorn, they all lit up and started to make these weird, beautiful, very unusual sounds. Each horn made its own noise, its own vibration. And when you entered into the room and they lit up, they woke up and they sang. They sang in harmony. Stephanie had never heard anything like it. Who had? Who would ever hear thousands of horns singing? She kept wondering why she was there. She didn't understand. But then everything she thought, the unicorns were one step ahead of her, and they turned and said, It's okay. You need to be here. You need to hear this. The room of horns is the room of wisdom, the room of knowledge that all unicorns share. Each one of these horns contains a world of wisdom. Each one of these horns contains its own knowledge and they're singing it to you right now. They're giving you this knowledge. They're sharing their magic with you. Stephanie's legs started to shake. She was familiar with the tingling sensation when she went through the curtain. That she was used to. But this, she'd never felt anything like it. Her legs were shaking. Her neck, her body, her face. Even her unicorn ears were shaking. Her entire being was being overwhelmed with this sound. This undescribable sound. 
She closed her eyes and just decided to let it in. To not fight or resist. Just let it in. And with that, she opened her mouth and took in the biggest breath. As if she was breathing in the singing. She could feel the singing moving through her body. She could feel the singing moving through her skin, entering all of her. She was hearing and seeing the strangest things with her eyes closed, different times, different knowledge, as if she was reading a thousand books a minute and it was all being pumped into her because she was a unicorn. She never realized how wise unicorns were. It was just running through her like electricity. And when she gave into it and relaxed and let go, the shaking in her body stopped. And now she felt as if her whole body was just illuminated with the room of horns. She had no clue of time, no comprehension of minutes or hours or even days. She seemed to just disappear into this other world. She didn't need to eat. She didn't need to sleep. She didn't need to use the bathroom. Time didn't exist. When Stephanie opened her eyes, she looked in the mirror, the dressing room mirror. She saw her normal Stephanie face. She saw her normal girl body. She could see her bedroom through the mirror. She knew she was back home. She instinctively reached up with her left hand and grasped a hold of her unicorn necklace. She brought it up to her lips and kissed it. This is so precious. As precious as my earrings. She knew every time she went through the veil Wearing her unicorn horn, she would be a unicorn. And she would hold all the knowledge from the room of horns. It would be with her whenever she was in her unicorn body. Stephanie was tired. She stood up put on her pajamas and fell on top of her bed. She didn't even get inside the covers. She closed her eyes and fell into the world of dreams. 
the end.